Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We got college basketball tonight. Duke and Miami. College basketball last night. NC State falling in an important game. Wake Forest bludgeoning uh, the Pitt Panthers. Let's get to it all with Stephen Wiseman, who covers Duke and the ACC for the News and Observer. He's back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Steve, how you been, man? Hey, Kyle. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, let, let's start with you know, let's start with tonight's game. As a matter of fact, uh, Duke and Miami. Miami's reeling. They've lost four straight. Obviously, Jim Laranyaga does not have the team or the season that they'd hoped and anticipated to have down there. This feels like a game that, I mean, nothing's automatic in college basketball anymore, but I mean, we're, we're I mean, it's disaster tomorrow if Duke loses this game, right? Yeah, especially um, nothing's automatic, especially on the road in conference play, right? We've seen a lot of upsets happen, but uh, yeah, with Miami, the weather playing, Nigel Pack is not going to play tonight. Jim Laranega said yesterday, so that's one of the top guards. And um, so, yeah, this is a game. The way Duke's playing right now, 15 wins in the last 17 games, they need to take care of this because they got a tough one coming up on Saturday against Wake Forest. All right. Um, well, yeah, I like that. This is a game that you have to to get through. You got to get this dub to get to Wake Forest. Seed line, Duke. As we're getting closer to the tournament, where where do you think are they a four seed, a five seed? Where does Duke end up here? So the committee had them at three with their release on Saturday, but they were the last three. They were number 12 overall. So any slippage. And they're going to be back on the four line, and they've had to they've had to work some to get back up to the three line because I think after they lost to um, to Carolina, a lot of the projections had them down maybe on the four or five line. So they have played well since then, but there's still some big wins to be had, including again Saturday against Wake, and they have Virginia coming up at home, and then Carolina at home before we before we even get to the ACC tournament. So there are opportunities for Duke to move up. Um, if other people lose too, they get back up to the two line, but they're kind of tenuous right now on the three line. Uh, had they been about what you thought they'd be so far this year? Because I've, I've heard some really interesting analysis on Duke lately. Uh, for instance, our, our buddy, Paul Biancardi, he said before the season, he thought they were a top 20 team, probably not much better than that. And that's kind of what they look like right now. Yeah. And they were preseason, you know, they were, some people had a number one in the country, right? So, right. um, uh, <laughs> and uh, so if you, Go from that angle. This is disappointing, right? But um, I think a twenty and five record is pretty good. I think people would yeah. take that if it's at the start of the year. Um, they got a couple of good non-conference wins: Baylor and Michigan State. Um, and heck, Charlotte was a turned out to be a pretty good win, didn't it? So um, that that's a good one for them. But there, there is some there is some work to be done here. There's some things that are a little bit concerning. Uh, that they don't always bring it defensively, like I think John Shire would like. Uh, they're a really consistent offensive team. Kyle Filipowski has not been, you know, the ACC player of the year that he was projected to be in the preseason. So um, it, he, they need him. I mean, John Shire told me this in October. We need Kyle Filipowski every night to be there every night, and that's not been the case. So if they're going to exceed where they what they've done so far, they have to get him going and get him, you know, 15, 18 points a night instead of, you know, every once in a while coming out and scoring eight or nine points. That, or I guess you can just ask for 35 from Jared McCain, right? He's apparently uh, capable of giving him that now. If he's going to do that every <laughs> night, I'll take Duke's chances. Um, he's really come on, hasn't he? He's really, he's playing like the best freshman in the ACC. And 
you know, one of the better ones in the country. So, um, yeah, it's hard. I sat there Saturday and just I couldn't believe what I was seeing, the way, you know, every shot went in the first half there. Uh, it was really amazing. And, and he, you know, he hasn't had games like that before to that degree, but he's been consistently scoring and, and you know, hitting uh, perimeter shots. And that's something that, you know, last year Duke didn't really have was a perimeter game. And so uh, that's a big thing. And when you get into March, it's all about shot making and protecting the ball. And Duke seems to do both of those pretty well. Steve Wiseman with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline talking Duke and the ACC here. Um, as far as the overall broad per- perception of the league goes, uh, you, you know where I'm going with this. Wake Forest, you know, blows out Pitt last night. This morning, they're 26 in the net ratings and they're 21st in Ken Palm. Yet ESPN's Joe Lenardi still has them in the first four out. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just I, talk to me. I mean, I, I sometimes I get accused of being an AC. Actually, all the time I get accused of being an ACC homer. Um, but I am not afraid to to call this out for what it is. You know, it's just infuriating to watch what amounts to these you know furrowed brows of these bracketologists. Like, oh, this ACC's trend is concerning. When the real trend over the past couple of years, Stephen, appears to be that when the ACC does get to the tournament, they perform pretty well. I mean, what what do you think of this perceived anti-ACC bias? Yeah, they they do well, and um, you know it all goes to what happens in the non-conference play, right? So you come into last year, teams had bad losses. This year, we don't really have the ACC does not really have one of their top teams that that stubbed their toe in a, in a horrible manner in the, in the preseason. Uh, you know, losing a quad three game to a non-conference team those those didn't happen this year. So I don't know where that's coming from. To be honest with you, like you know anybody in the in the committee that would look at Wake Forest now with those metrics that you just rattle off, that's a team that's definitely in the field. They're not going to even question that because that's what it's all about is the metrics and everything. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of disappointing. But, um, uh, you know, I still think all that said, you're probably looking at five teams tops, uh, which in you know, the last two years was a disappointment. Now it's kind of getting to be the norm, right? So the problem is that you got teams down lower that aren't doing enough to, get to, to make themselves warrant conversation like NC State you know which last night came off a great win over Clemson last Saturday and then you know just kind of laid an egg in the first half and couldn't eventually overcome it with Syracuse that knocked them back off of any conversation. Stephen Wiseman with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Uh, State loses a really tough one last night to Syracuse and um, you know, both teams are vying for a tournament spot. Both teams are, are right there. I think now state is what eight and seven in the ACC Syracuse improved to eight and eight last night. So, you know, they're jostling for position they're all fighting for bids here, but specific to NC state, give me your view on, you know, where they are right now at this point in the season. And what do you think it looks like next year? You know, they're just so inconsistent and um, I, I like the fight they show. Uh, to come back, again, the Clemson game, they were down double digits on the road in the second half to a Clemson team that's going to the tournament this year. And they came back and beat them. And D.J. Horn carried into that win. But then they come out at home, and they're down 15 and a half times to Syracuse, and which just had just lost to Georgia Tech after beating Carolina the week before. So, again, we're talking about inconsistency of the, these teams that are down in the middle to lower part of the conference. That's what's hurting it. But specifically the state, um, you know, they're going to have a decision to make here in the offseason if – if they're happy with the direction the program's going with Kevin Keats, and he made the tournament last year, it doesn't appear he's going to make it this year. They're going to have to they're going to have to do some, a lot of winning from now through the middle of March to get back in. Um, and so, um, you know, Boo Corrigan, the, the AD, just got a new contract, so he's he's set in his he's comfortable, and we'll see if he decides he wants to make a change or 
uh, if he wants to ride it out one more year with Kevin Keats, who has shown to be pretty good at like recycling a team, and you know they're they're competitive. They're not they're not a team that's like at the end of the Godfrey era when they were, you know, uh, losing at the bottom of the conference. That's not happening at least. Uh, Stephen, Carolina's going to JPJ, to John Paul Jones Arena in Charlottesville on Saturday. They, they'll have had a week off since beating Virginia Tech last weekend. Just had Coach Matt Darty in studio about an hour ago, and he said that really, really concerns him. Uh, you factor in that Virginia just got bludgeoned on the road at Virginia Tech by 34 points on Monday. Any concern about Carolina going to Charlottesville on Saturday? I mean, I think the the, the break is good for them. They haven't had this. Everybody, every other team in the league has had this. Well, they didn't have a midweek game, and they got some time to work on themselves. And usually teams come out of that and play pretty well. So I have a feeling that they're going to be okay. It's just a matter of what, what kind of Virginia team they face because the Virginia team that played the last two games has been just awful on offense. And um, Carolina's been a good defensive team. And so I would think they'd be able to shut them down. But, again, Tony Bennett's going to have, going to have them ready on Saturday. And, and Charlottesville's been a tough place for Carolina to play as of late. So um, I, I do like Carolina in that game, but I don't feel really great about it. I hear you. Um, have you? I, I know you're busy covering the ACC, but you pay attention to college basketball. You know, here in Charlotte, the 49ers are having a heck of a year under Aaron Fern yeah. as the first-time head coach. But you go further west up the mountain and App State. My goodness, uh, I mean, they've won three straight. They've got old ODU tomorrow night. They're atop the, the Sun Belt Conference right now. They already have a win over Auburn under their belts. I mean, App State seems like a team that could be mighty dangerous come tournament time. What do you think of those guys? Yeah, and that win over Auburn will help them at seeding time if they win the if they win the conference, and they'll be, you know, instead of maybe being a, a 15 or a 14, maybe they'll be a 13 or a 12, and that makes a big difference in who you're playing. We see a lot of 12-5 upsets, right? We see a lot of four, you know, 13-4 uh, upsets even, and uh, that's possible. And so they, that's just a great story that's happened up there with App State basketball because they were completely off the map as far as the college basketball world for a long, long time. And it's nice to see them getting back up there. And after going to the tournament the first time in a long time, a couple of years ago, kind of getting it going again. No doubt, man. And that's the thing. I mean, Dustin Courage has done a great job, but to come back closer to home, like I mentioned a second ago, how about the job that Aaron Fern has done there? I mean, an Aussie, a, a guy from Australia who took over when Ron Sanchez left at a very awkward time in the off season, nobody expected anything. And, and they're packing Halton arena out for home games for the first time since Bobby Lutz was there. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad to see that. You know, they did come up and play Duke um, in December. Yep. And you know, Duke, Duke won it pretty. Duke won it pretty handily. But I remember thinking, you know, they had a pretty good, they had a decent record that time coming into that game. And I, I saw some things that I liked about them. And um, and here they are, you know, competing with Florida Atlantic, who was in the Final Four last year for the conference championship. So good for them, especially that that story that the coach coming in. You know, after Sanchez left in the off season, an awkward time. You can't really. It's hard to build a roster at that point, right? It's you're kind of just doing what you can do and uh, hand to mouth kind of deal. But he got it done, and uh, good for him. Good story, no doubt. And it's it's impossible to root against a team with a guy named Igor, not only on the roster but in the rotation. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Stephen Wiseman, News and Observer, covers Duke and the ACC, and uh, look, college basketball in the, at, at, at large. He does a great job, and we love catching up, brother. Thank you for the time. Okay, Kyle. Thanks a lot. Take care.